Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. When you listen to the podcast, you can thank the Freehouse. We thank them all the time, right, Lex? Oh, we love the Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse, and thanks for the beer. Lex and Dawn, I have a great idea. After the show, I'm going to take you to the Freehouse for breakfast. And Lex? Yes, Jace? Guess what they have. Something delicious as usual. Is there something new? No, it's something old. Something borrowed and something blue. No, it's something old, but it's one of their classics. The breakfast burrito, Lex. It's a oh, burrito. Wow. Yes, I'm in. It's the size of Dawn's left arm. Wow, that's a big burrito. <laughs> are we marrying the free house? We are. We're, okay. we're marrying the free house. And we're also going to hold our reception there because they also have new items as well for the season. So they have the tuna poke bowl. Love that. Yum. They have a fabulous beef stroganoff. They have a maple grain salad. So, you know, if we're being healthy, ladies, we can get that. That's what I'll have. I knew you were going to say that. Well, then while you're eating that, Lex and I can have their carrot cake. <laughs> I love carrot cake. Let's do it. I know. I know you do. So carrot cake, we'll get the maple grain salad for Dawn, and then we'll get a side breakfast burrito for Alexis to take home. Sound good? Delicious. I knew you would like this idea. And you will too, my talkers. Head to the Freehouse. You can order online and make reservations at freehousempls.com. Wow. Little wham. Starting off the 7 o'clock hour. I it's like a new, it. it's a new Jam week. Session. It's a new month. Same four people. Same tired four people. Same tired. Same tired people. I am tired. Oh. I am tired. That's right. Are you guys tired of getting all the phone calls and the text messages? Or have oh, you been getting a ton of them? I'm getting ton. from all sides of the ticket. Yeah. No. I'm getting them I from Missouri. Oh, really? are you still? I guess so. Wow. I, I literally have, I think it's up to 87 phone numbers blocked now. Whoa. Oh, yeah, I'm Dawn, I'm right there. Yeah. Really. Wait, Kenny, have you already sent yours in so you're already accounted for? I, I'm wondering if no. because we're all different. No. Pro- no. no. Uh, as uh, who's, the, who's the guy in the state that controls the voting? The state? I uh, oh. can't remember his title. Um, but he calls voting on Tuesday on Election Day. The yeah. old-fashioned way. So evidently, oh. I'm old-fashioned. I'm old <laughs> and tired, and I'm going to stand in line like way, they used to too. years and years and years ago. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah. I'm doing it, Kenny. I'm with you. I Colin Secretary voted, of State. That's Secretary of State, yeah. 
Colin yeah. voted early, and uh, he's like, are you? And I'm like, nope. I want to do it. I want to do it live. I, uh, it's part of my tradition. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to vote in person. So, and on that note... Please do not mail in your ballots, my talkers. I repeat. Yeah, see, I, I got drop mine them off, um, though, right? I'm, dro- you can yep, drop I'm them dropping off, mine yes. off today. We filled them all out and everything, but uh, we were going to do the same thing. And then they said that my polling place has changed. So now it's about a mile away versus 10 blocks. So I was like, mm, we're going <laughs> to we're going to send it in. <laughs> I am such a mystery that I can't figure myself out because for the last 100 oh. years, I've always said, I'm going to absentee vote. I, I, I've got to do this by mail. This is the only way to do it. And, of course, I never have. And now the year that they push it really, really hard, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to vote in person. I'm, in. Oh God, I'm just <laughs> such a – I am just – I can't figure myself out. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's a mystery, Kenny. It's great. Yes. Yeah, I guess. I, oh, I was just curious, though, because, I, yeah, I'm getting so many text messages and oh, phone calls. Oh, I'm getting a ton. I thought maybe once you've been, you know, voted and accounted for, maybe those would stop. But I guess not. No, no. I, I and I'm I'm getting them from everyone. And this one this one text pitch was so funny, um, and so like not me. I instead of replying stop, I wanted to reply. Do you know who you're texting? Like, because the <laughs> the pitch and the text message was so offensive and so. Like, do, are, are you watching who you're texting? Because you no, have to know that this pitch no. is not going to work on this gay guy. Let me tell yeah. you right now. Yeah, you you not. are barking up the wrong homosexual with that pitch. So, yeah, and then I just, I just typed in stop and, and moved about my day. But. I don't know why. I haven't That's received good. any. I haven't received any texts wow. or any phone calls. That's... I don't get it. They're I scared of you, Kenny. Jealous of well, you. Well, I don't blame them. I'm scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't sign up for anything or no I don't no know. and on that note you know what it's How so funny that you, those lists, guys okay well it's so funny that you guys just brought this up because i am on a mission uh, and i just got one as you were speaking lex and kenny yeah. really i i no 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 i cannot remove myself from aveda's mailing list and I have hit, I, I am oh, I not kidding. Too. I have, and I'm doing it right now again for like the seventh oh. time. I am trying to unsubscribe to Aveda. Okay, I just did it again. Thank you, Jason Matheson. Your email address has been removed from our mailing list. It may take 24 hours. Girl, uh-huh. it's taken way more <laughs> yeah. than 24 blankety blank hours. Yeah. It's taken months. If I, well, and see, I love you, Aveda, but if I get one more, oh. I'm switching to head and shoulders. I, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I was curious about this, too, Jace, because I feel like it's a trap, okay? Because you, you get a text yes. message, and yes. then you say, I want to uns- unsubscribe. But look, you, they know they're getting to a person. Yeah. So whether they take that and sell it to someone else or put you on a different list, I'm not sure. But I, that's how I feel when I'm... Do you, oh. do you respond or not, you know? I, 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 yeah, I just want off this list. And again, yeah. I you love you, You might have to go Aveda. to their website, too. That's another thing. Sometimes they don't say it, it, it's, a, it's a rough road to get off because that's gold right there. If you're on someone's email list. Oh, that's it's currency. Yeah. But I just, I, I, I'll still buy your products. Just get me off your list. I don't want 4,000 emails. And, you know, and, okay, did I get another one? Yep, you have good minty shampoo. Is that what you use, Jesus? That's, I use the rosemary oh, mint. Oh, so nice. But, yeah. again, I'm two emails away from switching to Prell. 
or, or herbal essences. Just I'm use a bar of soap yeah. like I do. No, <laughs> Whatever I, I, dirty bar of soap is laying around. I can't. I wish I, can. I could use a bar of soap. Just one thing. Just use it all over. Yeah, my friend James has texted and said Uber is the same way. Oh. They're, un, they're unsubscribed. Doesn't really work that well. Yeah, that... Mm-hmm. You want to create unbrand loyalty? That's a really easy way is to is to drive me nuts with with email and calls. Girl, I'll switch so fast your head'll spin. Don't do that. I don't need yeah. any more extra phone calls oh, and do, text messages. We just got an email from Becky. She says that you can do a spam text filter so you can block certain words like re- vote register president and then it will just automatically the get Arthur. rid of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, let's let's block out Daniels, comma, and Amy. Maybe, and then uh, <laughs> Seaman, Dan, Dan Seaman. I'll just block already, all those. Uh, oh, you already did that. Perfect. Did you just block everyone? Is that why you're not getting any? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. I guess. Kenny, that's yeah. Good, yeah. Why do you even have an email, Kenny? You should just get rid of it. <laughs> oh gosh. Hey guys, uh, when a vehicle ticket to glow holiday market minnesota's newest thank you alexis minnesota's (laughs) newest holiday light experience and must see holiday attraction at the minnesota state fairgrounds this winter uh the drive-through experience is timed entry every 15 minutes and the drive will be up to 40 minutes long that's right so get those tickets and enjoy some festive holiday fun for the whole family. And I'm sure Amy Grant's Jingle Bells will be playing sometime during oh, that. Oh, no. No, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Lock positive. Lock your ears, everybody. Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh. Don't mess with the classic. Seven twelve. I know we're giving some tickets away, too, aren't we, at some point for that? Yeah. Are, are, we, are we doing it? Oh, that's yeah. right. Hello. Well, shiver me timbers. That's right. <laughs> well, I, we should do it right yeah, now. I think we should hey. give it away. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Uh, Dawn McClain, should we do caller number seven? Yeah. That I mean, you know, great. for, I mean, we are my talk window seven one. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So call 651 641 1071. 651 641 1071. And Dawn is looking for caller number seven, and you will win these tickets. How great is that? <laughs> When we come back, is James Corden the next Ellen? Ooh. Alexis has that story when we return, everyone. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. My darling Crystal, I've had this fragrance created especially for you. I think it's as beautiful as you are. Every time you wear it, remember, I love you forever. My dearest Blake, I've had this fragrance created especially for you. I think it's as sexy as you are. And every time you wear it, remember that I'll love you forever, too. Forever Crystal and Carrington, both created to celebrate the love that lives forever. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Wow. (laughs) That was really... Really yeah. bad. <laughs> uh, one of them is cheating. I have to, I have to admit something. You know, I've, I've, uh, I've, re- I've revealed that I, I've admitted before, as painful it is as it is, that the last seasons of my beloved Dallas uh, sucked monkey butt. I mean, they oh. just weren't, they, they weren't good. So That's in your that, revenge. 
It is well. Let's okay. Now, how dare you? Now, 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 you're just what are you? You're just, you're trying to no. Some days, some don't, episodes. don't, don't you ever put that crap show in the same sentence as my beloved Dallas. Anyway, um, but I also now have to admit because I got on a kick. You know how you guys getting kicks? You start watching. Anyway, I yeah. started watching a couple episodes of Dynasty, and I have to admit. Uh oh. It's horrible. I mean, it really, it is so poorly written. Or to quote the great, late, great Barbara Stanwyck, it's a giant turkey. It really... Uh, is that dialogue? Is oh, it, do you hate where the story's going? It's Joan, Joan Collins. I mean, look, and it, it, is, <laughs> it, it was of the time. The, the acting style in the 80s was very different. You know, uh-huh. acting on television changed really with Twin Peaks and then The Sopranos. So you, TV got more gritty, more real. In the 80s, yeah. it was so campy yeah. and over the top. And so you, you can't blame them. But, oh, going back and watching, it's so, it's Ugh. unbelievably cheesy and awful. Did you fast I, forward a lot? Or was oh, it just, I couldn't just even get off. through. Colin walked in on, um, Colin walked in on one of the scenes. He's like, this is horrible. Like, John Forsyth is choking Joan Collins and like dramatically. And she is all beautifully quaffed. You know what I mean? And she's like, oh, Blake, Blake, stop. And Colin's like, this is this is trash. And I said, oh, yeah, it's trash. Oh, it's great. It's awful. It's great trash. But yeah, it's trash. It's trash. Anyway. So I was thinking the same thing yesterday when I was binge watching the Flintstones. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Kenny, what are Is you the writing doing? Horrible? That's great. He's not running fast enough through yeah, the bottom of the just, Right, right. Everything's yeah. just awful. What were we thinking? Uh, this is just so fake. <laughs> Dinosaur's uh, not moving. He has no, no acting chops. Man. No, not at all. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 721. Okay, what's the, I saw this story percolating over the last week or yeah. so, but then we got involved in PD&D. What, what's the stuff about uh, James? James Corden. Yeah, James Corden. Could he be the next Ellen, meaning being canceled, or at least in the cancel culture? Eric and uh, Andre, he has a late night show. Now, he's never been a guest on with James Corden, but he was talking about the whole Ellen cancel and, you know, what happened with her. And he said, hey, if being mean is a criteria for uh, being canceled, then James Corden is at the top of the list. He's horrible and he also says that not only should James be worried but also um Lauren should be Lauren Michaels should be worried too they should be trembling in their oh. boots now he says a lot of bad words so we can't actually play any of this um but he did talk to Vanity This episode is brought to you by Shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. There. And um, he's, you know, talking about the workplace and how it could be toxic and he, how he didn't think it was very fair for Ellen. And he said, I've always thought she was mean. She seems like the person who just says, Get me coffee now. And then that's the expectation, and that's the way it is. Now, James Corden might be a little different because he kind of admits to being mean. So he kind of has said, he does? Okay. He has he has admitted to this and he said that it mostly happened in the very beginning of his career because he says it's fame itself is so intoxicating. He says you get the first flush of it and then you're especially if you're not bred for it, you don't know what to do. So you kind of take that power and you're like, "Okay, I can tell you to do this and I can tell you to do that." So I wonder if that might be the difference between him and Ellen because he, you know, it's a little faucet that he's kind of letting a little bit out at a time. Um, But I'm not sure. I I guess there's a few other examples too. some tweets that were misleading. Some One Direction fans were upset because he said that they would play a compilation of this is back in 2015 of the band and he didn't. And then they were upset about that. But, you know, was that his choice? Not sure. Oh, gosh. The One Directioners are involved now. Right. Well, we know how that feels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I don't know. I I don't know. if I don't think that it's going to be quite the same because the allegations aren't as deep. I mean, with Ellen, it's too. It's for her being, you know, mean or fostering a toxic workplace. But then there's also the sexual allegations by the producers and just the toxic environment in general. So it might be a little different there. But... Uh, he, this Eric Andre predicts that he will be canceled by the end of next year. James wow. Corden. Oh, he will not. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. That's nuts. That's crazy talk. Yeah, that's there's more happen. stories and more people. But this is this is an interview with Vanity Fair. I mean, to put it out I, there like that. I, I, Could there be anything? I've never heard any any rumors swirling around about him other than that he's like this great, lovable teddy bear who's so gifted and maybe that's can do just all of these our things. perception. Right. No, I exactly. I mean, just nothing's I, real, right? <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, the the toxic work environment with Ellen, I think, is different than this. I mean, if the guy yeah. is if if the guy behind the scenes is not fluffy and and squishy and lovable, is that a crime? I mean, Johnny Carson was an a-hole. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's been a lot yes. of hosts. There's a lot of hosts that Rosie, I mean, you can go down the list. Is not being um, super sweet and nice, is that a reason to be canceled? I, I don't know. And James Corden has never proclaimed his his. His tagline Stick. is going to be kind. Yeah. I mean, he's never gone out there and sold the show at, or, or himself as I'm unbelievably nice. I, I don't know. I, I'm not yeah. phrasing this well, but I, no, I, I just don't. Right. I just don't know if you should turn off his show because 
he's maybe uh, a little stern. I don't know. Yeah, some nights. Yeah, it's it's a grind. Everybody has bad days. I mean, I, 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 I now look if there's mistreating, right? Um, uh, but now Panda writes in. There's long. There's been long talked about the James that James Corden is not nice, it, and not just an old rumor. Yeah, so I've never Panda. Yeah, I guess this has been okay. swirling around for years and years. But I wonder if maybe by admitting that maybe he's a little salty, that's a little easier. Also, because of the yeah the the kind mantra that Ellen has, she's more of a target. Also, she's a woman. I mean, could there be a gender difference here mm-hmm. in how we think about them and treat them? Yeah, and also, what, I, I, go ahead, Kenny. What, what would happen if people were salty back? Like if he snapped or did whatever he does on a daily basis and one of his co-workers or colleagues, you know, <laughs> snapped right back at him and shut him down. Because that's the environment like I work in, in the afternoon and it, yeah. and it works really well. Yeah, like we do with B. <laughs> Arthur. And outsiders see that and they might... In the case of B or in the case of my guy, they might be a little, whoa, what did he just say? But then they hear one of us snap back and shut him down or shut her down. And then they go, oh, this is a weird relationship. But it, in our mm. minds, it's healthy because I, I don't yeah. care who you are. You're not going to sass me like that. And I don't, I don't care what, what's going to happen to my job or my career. I'm not going to, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just going right. to. I'm going to give it right back to you. Yeah, those people might not stay. He might not be that fun. You know, that's okay. what they're saying. So he that, might not be might able to receive that. <sighs> okay. But, okay. But right well, there. then that's general. That's really bad then. Yeah. But right there. I mean, I, I, and I, this is coming from me, who I'm incredibly sensitive. I mean, I hate B. Arthur every other day. And I'm mad at my bosses here at Fox one day a week, at least. <laughs> However... <laughs> However, are we do we need to be coddled that bad that if you're if you're if you're stern or you're not fluffy bunny sweet and saccharine every minute of the day behind the scenes it's you can't I don't know. Yeah, you can have a bad yeah. day. Uh, oh, or not a even bad a bad moment. day but maybe but comedians like uh, oh, comedians, comedians are especially they're not the way they are on camera. No. Uh, so should they be uh, why should they be I don't okay. Yeah, I'm not completing my thoughts, but why, why should they be punished for that? Now, now there is a fine line between uh, treating your employees like crap. Yeah, abusive. S- right. Yes, or being abusive than just having a stern personality or uh, pushing your staff to be the best they can. Now, there are ways you can cross the line as far as pushing, but just because you're not sweet and and... I don't know if that should be a referendum on your whole career. I, I really don't. I'm not in a good mood every day. You know what I mean? I'm not rude to Jeff and Ted, but I'm not bouncing around here like gay Tigger. You know, I. I, I <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right. No, it's true. Okay. Let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. So glad you're here. An epic uh, passing note we'll play for you coming up in a bit. Plus, uh,. Some more talk and highlights and stuff about Project Down and Dirty. We got to get to Mandalorian and just so much to get to. Lex Watch Trial of Chicago 7. Yep. A lot to get to. A lot to get to. Uh, oh, and Bake Off, too. Bake Off, Japanese too. Japanese week. That's right. Dawn, I really, I, I don't know if you have anything to say, but I am curious. Uh, 
your your thoughts on the James Corden thing? Do you a do you believe the rumors? And b I am curious if you're not super sweet and you're maybe not um, you're just probably a stern straight person behind the scenes. Should that uh, should that be a knock on your reputation or possible cancellation of your show? Mm, I it just depends on the level of how you're treating people. And we yeah. don't we won't won't really we know, know those yeah. it's we've had way more details about Ellen. Yeah. And I think that her situation goes beyond just somebody not being nice. Like she it sounds like she enjoyed having people live in fear, which is different than, you know, just not being really nice all the time. Um, Just her encounters with even a wait staff. uh, You know, she had a server fired for her fingernails, things like that. That just overall sounds like she's just an unhappy person and takes her stress out on other people. I do think that people have to give you a little bit of grace whenever you're trying to put something together with your name on it and you have to turn it over Yep. To other people or, yeah, you can't always be sugary, sweet and nice. I definitely agree with that. So the the stuff about James Corden, I don't know. It's it's just a little confusing not knowing all the facts and that it's just coming from Eric Andre, you know. I mean, yeah. I guess yeah. he's one, not going to be replacing person. him anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> No, not yeah. at all. <laughs> Coming up on uh, 737, uh, Passing Notes was pretty epic on uh, Friday. Oh, yes. uh, it, it just Rocco in the middle of, as I think Dawn was the one, that, or Kenny, someone said, how and when did he do this? Yeah. Because R- Rocco <laughs> yes. was as involved with Project Down and Dirty as the rest of us. And I don't know when he found time to do this, but he did. Much to the benefit of our broadcast, so uh, it's worth playing like 8,000 times, but we're going to play it at least one more time. Here's a passing notes, everyone. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found. Read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. This is Passing Notes Classic Radio Drama Edition. And hey, what's that? Why, it's Ginny from Chicago's old-timey music. She puts peppers and mustard on a dog. She's just, she's just Ginny from Chicago. Though she sounds like she might be from Prague. She's just, she's just Ginny from Chicago. That's right. I found in the vault an old Ginny from Chicago Halloween-themed note we did a while back. But I thought, we've spent the week working with one of the best directors in the country, and I'm not just saying that, Theater Latte Da is incredible. He's Peter Rothstein. And I thought maybe Peter could really elevate the material here and give Ginny the spotlight she deserves. So here they are to perform Passing Notes Classic Radio Drama Edition. Theater Latte Da's artistic director, Peter Rothstein, and playing the role of Ginny from Chicago, Colleen Lindstrom. Okay, Colleen, I've spent some time going over the text, and I really think we have something special here. Oh, thank you so much for directing me, Mr. Rothstein. I really feel like this role of Ginny is going to open a lot of doors in the theater world. I mean, you could say I dreamed a dream, and I'm not throwing away my shot. It's time to try to find gravity, if you know what I'm saying. 
no clue. Can we try this? Act one, scene one, Ginny's Halloween. And action. Dawn, hello. What you up to? Me, not much here. Did you have fun on Halloween? I did. Okay, cut. I thought your character was from Chicago. Yeah, it's Ginny from Chicago. Uh, I'm hearing Ginny, the Ukrainian immigrant who is now a lifer at Paul Bunyan Land in Brainerd. That's fair. It's okay. The star of this radio drama is going to be the Foley effects anyway. Let's bring in Lori and Steve to do some live sound effects. And action. I went out driving with Tori in her car. And I followed Jeff, Justin, Patrick, forgot his name, in their car. Then me and Tori took Jeff home. See you later, Jeff. Thanks for the ride, Tori. She let Jeff and me drive. She's really nice. Then me and her went to a party for a few minutes. Cue party? Then went home to my house. Good night, Ginny from Chicago. Goodbye, buddy. Besides all that, it was boring. Do you still like Rob? Well, gotta go. Lila's friends, Ginny, WBS. And scene. How was that? Hello? <laughs> Any direction? Mr. Rothstein? Wait, are you ordering a tennis skirt on your phone? <laughs> Wait a second. You're not Theater Latte Da's artistic director, Peter Rothstein. Let me take off this mask. Trick or treat! Jinkies! You're drive time diva Julia Cobbs! Actually, it's a trick. I've infl... I've infiltrated... Infiltrated. I've infiltrated. No, God. Here we go, Agon. I'm going to get the giggles. This isn't going to work. I've infiltrated. Is that close enough? I've infiltrated, infiltrated the Jason Alexis show to say, if you appreciate great acting like this, you should support artists by donating to our charity partner, Springboard for the Arts, an economic and community development organization for artists and by artists. Happy Halloween, Jason, Alexis, Don, and Kenny. See you at the reunion show. This concludes Aww. Passing Notes Classic Radio Drama Edition. Starring, but not directed by Peter Rothstein. We wouldn't want to put that black mark on his illustrious reputation. <laughs> but thank you. For a much more professional classic radio drama, get your ticket for tonight's Project Down and Dirty, War of the Worlds. 7 o'clock. Use my talk keyword project. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> Thanks, that Peter. Yep, yep. <laughs> Thanks, Rocco. Yeah, we already did Listen that. Listen to it uh, for free on the radio tonight at 7. That's yes, right. There you go. Tonight, War of the Worlds. Uh, and thanks to Peter. Thanks to Rocco. Uh, oh, thanks so to good. everyone that participated. Thanks to Colleen, always uh, hitting the home run for us. <laughs> always, yeah. Always. When we come back, uh, Alexis was busy watching a lot this weekend, including The Mandalorian, Great British Bake Off, and Trial of Chicago 7, while Don was you watching a Halloween classic from 1978. <laughs> and why am I talking like Orson Welles? Anyway... <laughs> You'll find out about all of that upon our return. Welcome back. 747, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything classic radio drama. I'm Jason, Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. A lot of great TV debuted over the weekend, not just War of the Worlds, but we had the debut. 
a new episode of Great British Bake Off. We had The Mandalorian uh, and and many more. Now, Lex, let's you start watch those though. Two also, I watched that as well. Mm-hmm. Let's start with because I've a lot of people in my life have mentioned the trial of the Chicago uh, trial of Chicago Seven. Yes, can we can we begin with that? What, what, what is that about? And, and and talk to us about that. Everyone should watch this. It, oh. it was it's fantastic. Uh, Aaron Sorkin, he directed it and wrote the screenplay. So you know, I mean, he's the guy behind West Wing and the Newsroom yeah. and Social Network. He's fantastic, and uh, it's about the trial of seven, actually eight. You'll see what happens with that if you don't know um, about during the 1968 Democratic National Convention, uh, there was a big protest against the war of Vietnam War. And then there were some things that led up to that. So it shows the, the government really targeting the seven individuals and putting them on trial. So you see the trial, you see the way that they tell the story is pretty awesome there's flashbacks of course and then also in in the moment you know how how it happens um Sasha Baron Cohen he is in it um he plays uh, one of the seven and he is absolutely fantastic in the film if you watch Succession the oldest brother oh gosh what is his name he is in it and he is fantastic um Jeremy Strong is his name uh the Mm. actor uh, he's he's great. Uh, J- Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt, he plays the main prosecutor. Uh, and Eddie Redmayne, amazing. Um, he plays Tom Hayden. Uh, and it, it's just, it's a piece of history, if you don't know about it, that um, everyone should know. And it really also speaks to what we're living through right now. Oh, wow. I didn't know anything. I, I didn't know about this. And, and like I said, you and I, I can count three other people that have mentioned this in passing. I'm like, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. You got to mm-hmm. watch this. And I see it come up in my queue and I just haven't committed to watching it yet. Yeah. So. Oh, and then um, also Frank um, uh, Langella. Is that his last name? Langella? Anyway, he plays. Yeah. Langella, Langella, yeah. Langella. Thank you. He plays the judge. Uh, it's just amazing what the judge at that time got away with. Um, and then Michael Ooh. Keaton, he also is in it, oh. too. So, yeah. Wow. Who, it's Michael so Keaton good. is really aging well, if I can just make that little sidebar comment. I saw him in an interview. <laughs> Agreed. He looks, he, isn't he, Lex? He just looks yeah, really good. You'll see in this, too. I was like, wow, look at you, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yes. Oh, is he nude? No, 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 oh, no. The way you said that was like, oh, no. look at you, Michael. I know, that's, <laughs> look at you. Oh, you know I would have led with that if that was the case. I was going to say, you're burying, tie. You're the, burying the lead there. Yeah. I was just agreeing with you because you're right. Uh-huh. There's a, usually that's not the case. So you know. No. Yeah, he looks really good. So Okay, let me write that down. So what's it called? That's on Netflix. Trial? That's Trial of Chicago 7. Yeah. The trial of, yep, of, of the, the Chicago trial. 7. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that. It's okay. really good and it's frustrating too. And, um, let me, yeah, well, you'll see. If it's frustrating, maybe I'll watch it after, uh, this week. Yeah. Maybe I'll just, uh, maybe <laughs> yeah, don't need any more no frustration kidding. this week or watch, you know. It puts protesting into a lot of context too, especially if you've thought that it just kind of popped out of nowhere. Or the other thing is, I don't remember learning this in school. And it kind of made me a little bit annoyed, too. That's where oh. the frustration came from. It was that plus also what happened and what was allowed to happen in a U.S. courtroom. Mm. Oh, that was interesting. The other thing. Yeah. You, 
You are selling this, Thompson. Yeah. You are selling oh. this. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Yeah. We love really to be creeps. outraged. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> About things that happened a long time ago that we can't change. But That's right. right. You know. it, if we yeah, weren't outraged, context. we wouldn't have a show. Yes. True that. Yeah, it gives context, but also, um, it, you know, it's not a, a terrible ending either. You know, so. Okay. It, you, you go on an emotional roller coaster. Again, I, I think I'll go on that after this week. Maybe I, <laughs> I totally get it. Yep. After this week. <laughs> you know what's harmless, though, is The Mandalorian. So if you switch your oh, streaming yes. dial, uh, that the new uh, season, season two, episode one, they're dropping one episode per week. Uh, debuted you know what? On- That's the best thing that they could do, Jace, is do one at a time. I was thinking, at first I thought, oh, I wish they could do the whole thing. And then, no, it's fun to have this appointment viewing. Oh, you Little like taste. it? You I do like it. You like I, that they're I, piecemealing you? Yeah, my first instinct is, oh, urgh. but then I kind of like it because, it, you know, it, it, we have to be patient. Okay. You don't like well, it. So we're just, I'm just behind one, is what you're saying. You're just behind one, Don. Yeah, that's behind it. One. Okay, that's oh, Just one, Don McClain. What an epic yeah. episode, too, huh, Jace? Okay, did you like it? I did. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I small L loved it, and and I I'm because oh. I agree, Dawn. Some of the episodes look, and you're never going to have a perfect season, but some of the episodes in season one were a little weird, and 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 not, um, they it wasn't consistently stellar every episode last season, but the majority of them were good. This one was fantastic. Um, the action, uh, and I don't want to give anything away, but wow, do they. Do they pull from a classic piece of Star Wars history um, for the plot dealing with a legendary character that fans love? Why? And I don't want to say anything more, but they really flesh out a backstory to one of the most popular characters in all of Star Wars. And I think they did it in a very inventive way. Do, do you agree, Lex? Yes, absolutely. It's yeah. so good. And you just don't know. It keeps you on your toes the uh-huh. whole time. I mean, it's pretty much based on one big epic story. Story, yeah. That's yeah. Good. yeah. You know what also gives me so much delight? Watching Amy Sedaris. Oh, she returns. Yeah, <laughs> oh, she's, she's, she's back. She's back. Okay. Yeah, she's back. I just yeah. love her. I, it's just the character, but also just her in general. Just so, just to see her in it is fun. Yeah, she's great. I'm glad they brought her back. I think she was a fan favorite last year. Oh, so good. I'm sure they. Yeah, there are just a lot of, and it wasn't cheap fan service, but there's a lot of great winks and nods to Star Wars in the Mandalorian's season premiere, and not gratuitous, not as they you know people complain about cheap fan service. They're just enough to wet your whistle, as the song says. And I thought it was one of the better episodes I've seen of last season in this one, and and that's saying a lot because and and you know Baby mm-hmm. Yoda's in it, but they don't lean on him. Yeah, I mean they don't lean on him like they do in some episodes. No. He he's uh he's like a dipping sauce, you know. You're there yeah. for the you're there for the nuggets. He's a nice little, little dipping sour. sauce. Yeah, just a little little dipping. <laughs> you always sauce. wonder, you know, is he going to be opening up his bag of tricks, you know, and taking over? Yeah, because he can do and that. We see. know. Yeah, I I really liked it though. So watch the Mandalorian. So Don, you you mm-hmm. are just one episode behind. You just yeah, need to watch this one, right? I forgot really. Yeah, because so of much Halloween on. and yep. you know yeah. everything. And we're watching Ninety Day Fiance 
up until oh 2 a.m. on Saturday, <laughs> oh, season no. two we're into. I roped MC into watching that. Now he's obsessed. Shut, really? He's obsessed. Oh, yeah. no. Well, I want to hear Dawn watched, and we did too, Dawn. You, we were living parallel lives. We both yeah. watched a classic movie over the weekend. Ooh, we'll talk about that. Plus, we'll tell you how much we raised for Project Down and Dirty, and we'll replay it for you if you miss the top of our show. We never realized the origin of our flossy dicky sound effects, but now we do, and we can't stop laughing about it. That and more when the 8 o'clock hour starts right after this.